Welcome back to the Fast Break. This is episode 158, our eighth episode of the offseason so far. Uh, the NBA season starts in about uh, four or five weeks, I think, and I'm here with Chase Gibson uh, to do a couple ranking episodes for the next couple days. Uh, we'll start today. Uh, today's episode is our top 10 players in the NBA. But maybe later in the season we'll go further down the list, but for today we just have our uh, top 10 and... I feel like this is one of the easier lists to do. I feel like there's only, I don't know, like 15 guys to choose from, so you can usually narrow it down pretty quickly. But I'm assuming we'll definitely have some uh, differences and debates we can talk about. So uh, we'll start with number 10, I guess. Who was your number 10, Chase? Uh, my number 10 was, uh, me a little bit surprised, my number 10 was Jason Tatum. Uh, I just feel like Ooh. I know his team probably isn't the, the best in the league but he's definitely a guy that can do everything uh I, he's probably one of those 15 guys I would say I would say right now most people have him around the 15 14 range but I think he's deserving of being a top 10 player he can score uh he's one of those guys that can shoot rebound and pass one of those guys in the league that can do that right up there with like you know Luca and Harden um I feel like he's one of the more under like underestimated like just plain scores in the league because last year he averaged almost 30 points a game uh i know his team didn't do the best i think this year the celtics are going to be are going to take a fall but i feel like jason tatum coming into this season is a top 10 player in the nba all right well i disagree with that one but i can't be too upset i'm interested to see who you left off though because i feel like my top 10 were pretty clear to me so you left off a guy that i definitely think is better than tatum we'll just have to see who that is all right, so my number 10 is Damian Lillard, who I think is um, definitely better than Tatum, but he hasn't had great success recently, if we're being honest. I mean, he hasn't uh, made it to the finals, only made it to the Western Conference finals once, and maybe on the trade block. We, we don't really know what's happening with that front office, his situation. So he hasn't had a great time in the past couple of years, but to me, he's easily one of the best scorers in the league, obviously one of the best clutch guys in the league. Uh, excuse me, and I think that he's definitely deserving for my top 10, so I'm interested to see if you left him off or maybe even another guy. All right, are we going to nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give All right. me. All right, at nine, I have Anthony Davis. I feel All like right. he's, he's definitely one of those guys that you have to put I mean, I mean, I left Anthony Davis off, which means you left off two guys that I have. I left off Dame. I left off – you think you think Jason Tatum is better than Damian Lillard? Well, I, I just don't. I, there's so much uncertainty around Dame right now. Like this is like this is coming into the season. Like right. I don't know where he's gonna. Like I, a lot of people are saying that he'll stay with the Blazers. I mean, first of all, I I feel like he helps Tatum helps the Celtics more than Dame helps the Blazers. And I I don't think the Blazers are gonna be a playoff team. I mean, I'm I'm, just, I mean that that just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, Dame's won so many clutch games. He's been their star player for years, one of the best scorers in the league, uh, all-star starter. And Jason Tatum's had a better better uh, second guy with Tatum and Irving being better than McCollum and still hasn't had quite as much success. I just think that Dame's definitely uh, better there. I don't have AD either, which means that we have another discrepancy. I'm just interested to see who that is. Yeah, I was just, I was assuming you wouldn't have AD. I mean, I was like – this close to leaving him off just because of the season he had last year but he's still one of the more like defensively dominant players in the nba I, again i feel like he's one of those 15 guys you have to you have to 
you have to put on there. And yeah. obviously Aaron didn't, but we'll we'll see. I, we'll see. <laughs> I have Anthony Davis probably ahead of uh, Jason Tatum, if we're being honest. Um, okay. But even even AD, I mean, he he wasn't very good last year. He had injuries. He didn't play great the first half. Uh, in playoffs, he was just on and off. You didn't know what to expect. Uh, so I, I I didn't have him in my top ten, but I'd say he's definitely around. Um, yeah, that fifteen, maybe even eleven, twelve. Yeah, and then, I mean, you saw like I feel like if he wouldn't have been injured, I feel like the Lakers would have been such a better team because they only played in thirty-two games all season, which is less than half, uh, which was very very disappointing for LA. I mean, they needed him bad. So I when Jason when Anthony Davis is at his peak, he is a top ten player in the NBA. I mean, oh yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, if he had been healthy, they played the Suns in the first round. They were expected to beat the Suns. They probably would have beat the Suns. And who knows? They could have won the t- finals. I mean, if they beat the Suns, who made it to the finals in the West, used to say they couldn't. Uh, so that just shows how important Anthony Davis is. But I, I just uh, didn't think he was better than Dame, and didn't think he was better than uh, my next guy either. All right. Well, who is your next guy? My next guy is Joel Embiid, who I expect I expect you left off. I, I can see the Embiid-Anthony Davis thing being a difference. But the, the difference is Anthony Davis didn't make the All-Star team last year. Granted, it was because of injuries, but he just didn't have a great season overall. On the other hand, Joel Embiid was a top three MVP candidate the entire year. And while his team kind of fizzled out, a lot of that was put on uh, Ben Simmons back and Although, although Embiid may be slightly at fault, I just think he had a much better season, and he's shown to be a uh, top-two center for sure. And just being in that MVP conversation when Davis just had so many struggles, um, I included Embiid there. That's actually who I have at eight. I oh, have my the goodness. At, oh, my at goodness. Eight. I, I, okay. I have an idea of who you could have left off at this point. Okay, um, which, okay. which I definitely disagree with, but we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, Embiid, is, Embiid is eight for me. Uh, you're right. MVP candidate the entire year. There's no doubt about it. Almost 30 and 10. Um, definitely, I would honestly, I like Nicole Jokic, but I would say Embiid is the best center in the league. Uh, definitely the best center in the East. Uh, but, yeah, Joel Embiid was a dominant force the entire season. And kind of, I mean, during the Hawks series, he had to put the team on his back because of how bad Ben Simmons was playing. So during basically the entire playoffs, I mean, he had to put the team on his back. So I'm giving him the credit he deserves here, and I'm putting him at eight. In that case, did you leave off Nikola Jokic, the MVP of the season? I did. That is incredible. That is, that is <laughs> absolutely insane. Are you out of your mind? He just won the MVP, and he's not even in your top ten players, and you well, included Jason Tatum. I didn't think he deserved the MVP. I'm gonna be completely who, who, honest. Who are you gonna give it to? Embiid. I think Embiid. I, I mean, Aaron, the, the the Hawks didn't make it any farther than Philadelphia did. I'm I'm, I'm giving it to Embiid. I I would give the MVP to Embiid. Okay, but I, not only do I think Jokic is better, he carries his team. Uh, more than like Jason Tatum or Anthony Davis did. Like I, I just don't even think it's close there. I, I'm, I'm really amazed. Okay, I, but remember, Aaron, this is, this is coming into this season, like this coming yep. season. Yeah. And I just don't. I mean, he's. I think the pressure is going to get to Jokic because now he's going to re- remember he's not going to have Murray for the start of the year. So I mean, it, it's a difference of opinion, but the. Yeah. 
but but the Celtics lost in five last year in the playoffs with a mostly healthy team. So I I just don't think it's really close. I keep bringing up Tatum. Maybe that's not the guy, but even AD, like, I think LeBron and Jokic is better than LeBron and AD. Like, I, I just think that Jokic is overall a better player. I think he was so insane last year um, that I, I just could not take him out of my top ten, and I even have him in my top five. I mean, th- this if this makes you feel any better, he would definitely be, like, 11 for me. I mean, All right, for, well, for sure. For sure. Difference yeah, of but... opinion there. Um, so, so far, we're only off by two guys. I had uh, Dame and Jokic, and you had, let's see here. Oh, yeah, and B, or, uh, Tatum and AD. So, hopefully, I, I'm assuming we have to have the same list going forward. We'll see what it ends up being. Number eight, I have James Harden. Okay. Yes, you, you also have him? I do. Good. All Thank right. The Lord. I mean, if you didn't well, have hard I, I was going to say, if we were off on that one, I was, that was the one I, I was iffy on. Like, I wasn't sure because he, he kind of like quit on his team in Houston. And I thought there was a chance that uh, because he was kind of playing second field to KD that you might have uh, bumped him down a few spots. But I just think he's so good. Probably the best scorer in the league. Uh, next to KD, it's almost unfair. Unfortunately, he had some injury issues, as did uh, Kyrie, who I, I do not have in my top 10, but I think is maybe in the top 15 or 20 probably. Uh, so, so that Nets team just had injury problems. But um, with him back, I, he's, the Nets are my title favorite. I believe they're yours too. Um, not Ben's. He has the Warriors, of course. But I, I just think that Harden is definitely in that top echelon of guys. And I have him here at eight. Yeah. I, I, don't worry. I have James Harden. I agree with everything. All right. All right good to know. Uh, who's your number seven then? Uh, Luka Doncic. All right. All right. Uh, He's, you can't, I can't put him in the top five just because of the five guys that you should definitely have in there. Aaron, if you don't have those five guys in there, there's something wrong with your list. Well, well, you but, have them at seven, so there's six guys, but yes. Exactly. But there's, there's six guys you have to put in front of Luka Doncic, in my opinion. And um, so I'm not going to list those guys right now because obviously we're going to get later in the episode, you're going to see. But Luka is just incredible. And, it, and really with, I feel like he's going to have, a little more help next year. Hopefully, I mean, if Porzingis can put it together and that team can actually find some depth off the bench. But um, he's an incredible scorer. We know that incredible passer. And he's actually a lot – people don't give him enough credit for his clutch ability. I mean, we saw in the playoffs last year against the Clippers in game five. But it wasn't just that. I mean, it was that buzzer beater against the Heat this year where he had his back foot dragging on the three-point line for the win down two. Um I like honestly, I haven't seen anything like it. I mean, this guy could be obviously in this era. LeBron is older, KD is older, Steph is older, Kawhi is getting pretty old, getting in the old category. But I would say, like in maybe five years, Luca would probably be the number one player in the NBA. Oh yeah, I mean, Luca's insane, and I think that maybe the only younger guy ahead of him would be Giannis. So uh, I'm not sure about that, but that they're close, and eventually I can see Luca being an MVP type guy in the past we've done these type of lists back in the very beginning uh with um nick and ben i I need to listen back to that episode but i believe they had luca top five and i have luca higher than one of these guys that you think should be in the top six and that's Kawhi leonard and that is because last year in the first round luka Doncic took the maps to seven with nobody else on the team 
Kristaps Porzingis is a bum at this point. There's nobody else. Tim Hardaway Jr. being your third best player, taking the Clippers, one of the title favorites to seven, should never happen. This is because Luka was better than Kawhi. Kawhi has so much more bench depth. He's got Paul George, who's a top, I don't know, 30 player in the league, obvious all-star every year. They had surprise performances all down their bench. You got Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, whole team stepped up. And it just, I feel like it was so close that I think Luka is a bigger star and a better player right now than Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I mean, Luka, you're right. Luka outperformed him for sure with less depth on the bench. But and you have to keep in mind, Aaron, though, Kawhi was injured in those playoffs. And when he wasn't injured in those games, he he absolutely had a field day. And it's not just it's not just the scoring, it's not just the clutch ability, it's the defense. And Kawhi beats Luka in that every single day. You're right, but I'm not sure why Kawhi didn't lock down Luka in that series then. And I mean, Kawhi was arguably the best player in the world when he after that Raptors series. I mean, people were putting him in the number one spot. I, I'm not sure if I agree with that, but he he was up there. It's just the past two years he he hasn't really done anything um, to warrant that, and yet Luka's only gotten better and better. So especially with this injury that he has, you keep mentioning we're going into the season. If Dame has uncertainty. Kawhi has to have only even more because he he has a partial ACL L tear. I mean, that's like we're, we're talking like four to nine more months going into the season that he won't even be playing. Uh, he could be out for the entire playoffs based on how uh, we've seen him take his injuries in the past. So it, it, it's just that uh, all of those concerns uh, also all added up just led me to putting him lower. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely see that. I could definitely agree with that, but I just think Kawhi Leonard is an absolute animal when it comes to playing basketball, especially in the regular season. I mean, he doesn't like the playoffs is is different. I mean, the Raptors series, you're right, he's the best player in the world after that. But then he gets to LA, and I'm not gonna lie to you, in the playoffs, he didn't perform like I would have thought he would. And both both years, it was disappointing, but. I, I, I got to give it to Kawhi just because of his defense, his regular season performance. At six, I have James Harden. Uh, All right. You're right. He's he, he playing beyond here. Uh, maybe one of the best scorers I've ever seen play, um, especially in his time at Houston when he had no help. Uh, even when Chris Paul was gone last year, he was before he left for the Nets, he was still averaging almost 30 points a game. Um, but I feel like him going to the Nets made him a better player because he wasn't just every possession stepping back and letting it fly. I mean, that's, it's great if he can make 40, 42% of those, but he's a, he made himself a better passer. He made himself a better overall player when he went to Brooklyn because he saw the superstars around him and, and he, he just wants to help. He's, he's becoming almost a role player that can score anytime you want him to. And that's maybe the most dangerous thing in the NBA right now. Uh, I don't think he's top five, but he's definitely close, and I, I got him at six. Yeah, I mean, he, he took a slightly different role. He became a really good passer, an amazing passer, uh, which he hadn't done as much before. Uh, the scoring load was lightening a little. So so I agree w- with you on everything there. I just think that Luka is better than him, and I think Kawhi is better than him. Uh, so that's why here at seven, or maybe a seven is Kawhi, number six is where I have Luka Doncic. Um, you have him lower, but I think we're all caught up here, uh, except for the fact that uh, I think our top four will be the same, but I think our five is different. Uh, who do you have at five? 
All right. Uh, at five, I've Kawhi. Um, I think like I didn't really want to put him top five. It was a little toss up between him and James Harden, but I, I mean, I have to go with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the defense is incredible every single year, and the, the clutch time performances from this man that we have seen the past couple of years have been crazy. I mean, that game, I know this was two years ago, and I frankly don't care. In that game six against Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals in 2019, that man scored 15 straight points. I mean, it was the most maybe dominant five minutes I've ever seen from one player. It was incredible. And honestly, I really think – I think, Aaron, I'm sorry, but I think Paul George is holding him back. I'm not oh, going to lie. Interesting. Interesting take. You think it's, they're better without him? It's definitely an interesting take, but I think the Clippers could be better without Paul George. And I think Kawhi Leonard could be better without Paul George. Um, obviously, this year, he, had, he did have some good performances in the playoffs. And there were other times where he was just absolutely horrendous. Um, Kawhi was injured most of the playoffs, and I feel like – Aaron, I'm sorry to say this, but I feel like they literally they might have swept the Jazz if Kawhi was healthy in that series. I uh, okay, okay, bold take there, bold take there. I mean, if he was healthy, I'm not sure he would have gotten the uh, Terrence Mann 40 point performance, but you never know. I mean, number five here, I have Jokic, the uh, reigning MVP, which stands for uh, most valuable player, and I don't know how he can't be in your top ten because this is the best passing big man of all time. Uh, obvious MVP. I mean, he he ran away the vote more than seventy percent, and I, I think that he's a he's a clear maybe not clear clear top eight player. I I, I mean, uh, you could argue the Luca Kawhi Harden range might be better than him, maybe even Embiid. But leaving him off was crazy to me. But more more so, I just think he's was so incredible. Um, even with the Jamal Murray question looming, we don't really know. Uh, what situation he's going to be in. I just think he was so dominant this year that I couldn't leave him out of this, um, and I ended up putting him at five. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely respect Nicole Jokic. I just think – I frankly, I think I can argue Kawhi Harden and Luka are all better than Jokic, and then I can argue that Embiid's better than Jokic. I know you don't really believe – believe me that AD and Tate are, are better players than you know, I, I mean, you, you can make an argument for any player against any player almost. I, I just think it's a difference of opinion at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think that at this point in his career, uh, Jokic is there. But, I mean, if, if you look on in the past, like Kawhi's a two-times finals MVP, and Jokic has never made it to the finals. So there, there's plenty of accolades and attributes you can – Put against any player, it's just uh, going into this season, we, we just have uh, different thoughts. Yeah, yeah, but at four, I have Stephen Curry, uh, the greatest shooter of all time, and he had to carry his the, the workload last year for Golden State with no Clay Thompson and Draymond Green not playing consistent. I honestly think that that Steph Curry um, probably should have been. He was was he in the top three for MVP? I, I don't think Curry was, and I think it was just because of team success. I mean, he didn't even make the playoffs, so that was the only reason why. But he had such an amazing season. Yeah, he did. He had an amazing season. And, I, I mean, one of the things we saw, he was just – he his shooting, we know it's been incredible. Like, his shooting's always great. But this year, he was on another level because he just didn't have anybody else to help him out. And he was he was taking shots from, like, 36 – 37 feet and nailing them. I mean, he had that 11 three-pointer game. He had a couple nine three-pointer games. He played great, and I, he's definitely a top 
five player in the NBA. I don't really see how he's not, to be honest. Yeah, so I actually have Dennis Schrute here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we had we had a joke. I was joking yesterday with Ben because uh, we were talking about all the big point guard signings of free agency. You got Lowry and Chris Paul and Conley and Kemba Walker, and then we talking about how the most important one Schrute to the Celtics. But I, I was making that joke because this is the first uh, order that we've actually agreed on. I also have Curry here. I'm interested to see if we end up with a uh, same top four because we agreed on the number here. I mean, you mentioned it. He he had a not a breakout year, but a year that we didn't expect. I mean, he was the only player on his team that anyone had to guard. Like, they could have triple teamed him, and they basically were at some points because he has no one to pass to um, because the rest of his team wasn't very good. And so he just showed his ability to score no matter what, and he had to score for his team to win games. And so it showed his true potential as just a complete scorer, um, and shooter and everything. So I, I do have him at four, and hopefully with uh, Clay Thompson back, they can win some games this year because I think they're definitely in the contention. Yeah, yep, I completely agree. Thank God we finally got one right. Um, and hopefully we get this one right because at three, I have LeBron James. Oh, man, um, we, we, we might sweep the top four because I also have LeBron. It'll be interesting there. to see who we have one and two, and I think we might agree. Uh, yeah, number three, also LeBron. But tell me what you think. I think we do because I think it's pretty clear who the top two are. I think you can really have them in any order on the top two, but there's two top players in the NBA right now. I'm not going to say them, but you guys should know. Um, at three, it's LeBron. Really an off year for the second greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, I don't know, Aaron, if you have him as the goat, but <laughs> I I do not. I have Jordan. But, ben Ben has LeBron as the as the goat. I, I'm slightly indifferent on it, only on the thing that I never watched Jordan play, and I've never really been able to uh, see his greatness firsthand. So it's hard for me to uh, kind of put that into perspective. Um, I mean, accolades wise, it's, it's LeBron because he's just been longer, spent longer in the league. But Jordan did more versus his opponents and stuff. So I mean, it's really close. But you're right; it's just an just. Uh, not a great year for him just because of, I mean, the shortened season and it was his first time ever losing in the first round of the playoffs. And uh, I mean, I mean, you could say it's because AD was out, but he, he, he made it to the finals with Timothy Mozgov on his team as their starting center. So it's just, uh, he, he, I'm not so sure if it's necessarily age, but it just wasn't um, the best season for him. I mean, he's still a top three player in the league. Like uh, yeah. we, we can't say that, he, he's bad or anything or washed, but it's, it's just, I don't think he's the best player in the league. Yeah. I mean, I think age definitely factored in just because of how much LeBron was injured. I haven't really seen him injured that much in one season. I don't think ever in his career, maybe like, uh, no, actually, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him. Maybe the first year he went to Miami. Uh, but other than that, I don't really think, I mean, he did miss the playoffs his first year in L.A. because of the groin strain, but we didn't really even get to see him that much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, honestly, I think well, you're right. LeBron off year is still – he's a still top three player in the NBA. Obviously, if he had an on year, he'd probably be number one. But uh, these two guys edged him out a little bit. And at number two, I have uh, Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, is he finals MVP? Uh, he just won a championship and brought a championship to Milwaukee. Uh, he dropped 50 points in game seven. I mean, game wait, 
Was that game six or game seven? Uh, game six. It was six. Game, yeah. Game six of the finals to bring home a, ch- a chip. Um, he was dominant in the playoffs. Ever. I mean, it was crazy how good he was. Honestly, I think some of the games he had some help from Middleton and Holiday, and other times he just had to do it himself. But Giannis was in the playoffs, probably the best player in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess uh, the top four players in the league are are pretty established then because we have the same top four. I think that the top two, it was all about the playoffs. I mean, Kevin Durant, who is both of our number one, it's just because although he may have had a better playoffs in the games he played, his team lost in the second round to Giannis. It's not really his fault. He played incredible. He was amazing in that series. He was better than Giannis in that series. He just didn't have anyone else. Um, so Giannis had the better playoffs overall, probably. That's why he's finals MVP. I guess uh, you seem to appreciate the finals MVP more than the regular season MVP. Uh, but uh, I just think that Giannis, he, he was really good. But it's just that uh, as a player and as I expect him to do going into the season next year, I just give Kevin Durant the edge there. Yeah, I yeah, we both have Katie at one. And I'm a Thunder fan, so this is hard for me to put Kevin Durant at one, but at the same time, like it's like so brutally obvious that you have to put this man at one. Like I don't I definitely think you could put Giannis just because of the finals MVP and the, the, the championship ring that he just gave to Milwaukee. But honestly, I really think Kevin Durant is gonna come into this series. He's gonna he's gonna be hungry. And then the Nets better be because they, they were disappointing last year for sure. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that this is maybe the first time in his career Kevin Durant has ever been the best player in the world. I mean, it's always been LeBron, and for the past many years, maybe decade, and the year that he had a chance where Giannis was out the groin and missed the playoffs, that was the year Kawhi won the championship. It was absolutely insane, and most people are handing it to him. So I I think that it's finally KD's chance to kind of take the helm. And I think it's widely accepted and agreed upon that he is the best, but he's also pretty old. This is maybe the only year he'll ever uh, get this acknowledgement. Uh, he's what, like 30, maybe 32 around there. I'm not sure exactly, but he's an older player and uh, hopefully he can win yet another championship. He's probably, uh, let alone top player, 10 players in the NBA right now, he's probably around top 20 and top 15, 10 of all time. So it's just incredible. Uh, this run he's been on, uh, and it being probably the first time he's ever been the best in the league. Yep. Uh, yeah, Katie's a clear number one. I- I'm glad me and Aaron matched up in the top four, but let me let me just drop a woge bomb in here before we start. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Josh Hart just returned to New Orleans on oh. a three-year, $38 million deal uh, to stay with the Pelicans. So I don't know if that, like, I mean, we're doing our top 10 players. So it's kind of random. 338. I mean, when else are we going to talk about it? We can talk about it right now. That That's more money than I expected. I mean, I've been on the top of the outline that we use each week. I've been keeping the remaining free agency, uh, people up every week. And at the start, there was like, I started when there was like 15 guys left and now there's three left. It's Laurie Markinen, Josh Hart and JJ Redick. JJ Redick is like 50 years old and he's probably going to just sign to some random team. So that I maybe we should just delete him. Larry yeah. Markkinen's restricted and uh, he, he apparently wants to play for a team where he gets the ball is starting and there's one. Oh, and can get paid. And the thing is, he, there's no way you can get all three unless you play for like the thunder or something. And then I guess you don't care about winning. Okay. Um, Aaron, okay. okay. I, I had to, I had to take that shot there. 
maybe maybe the Pistons. Um, so Josh Hart signing being being uh maybe the first guy to crack out of these big three of uh, JJ Redick added on that list. Uh, it's it's a big contract. What three thirty eight? I mean, maybe not huge, but for the Pelicans, they recently made that trade. Or no, they didn't even make that trade. They had Eric Bledsoe. They traded to the Grizzlies. Uh, they now have Josh Hart re-signing. It, it's going to be a little bit of a different team uh, last year, but he's just a guy that can stick around and uh, kind of keep uh, Zion comfortable, and uh, hopefully they can win more this year. Yeah, I think I think this is the right amount of money for New Orleans. They need somebody to stay because Lonzo left, and then they had Bledsoe for all three seconds, and now he's on the Grizzlies. And so I, I don't know. It's it's going to be a it's gonna be interesting to see Hart and Zion and Valanchunas. Yeah, you got Valanchunas in there now. Jackson Hayes was arrested. I mean, we we got lots of turmoil on this team. Uh, so yeah. All right. All right. Well, after the Woj bomb, I guess that closes off our uh, top ten players in the NBA episode. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.